Thanks for tuning in and listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about trials going on hiatus. This was announced in their blog post on August the 9th, and I wanted to talk about it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash rage, or you can follow me on Twitter at rage. This is going to be broken into three parts, as all my talks are. First, we're going to talk about what's happening. What exactly is happening with a hiatus? Second, why is this happening? We're going to kind of theorize about why we think they're doing this. And we're also going to obviously give the reasoning from Bungie. And then lastly, I'm going to kind of close with some of my broad concerns about PvP in general. Just after what we saw in the Bungie stream and what they've been kind of trotting out uh, as the direction they're going to be taken. So what exactly is happening? I want to read the exact phrasing they put in the blog because this is different than what they said about Faction Rally. Faction Rally was said at the start of Season 4, it would be on hiatus. But the phrasing they said for Trials is it will be unavailable for the duration of Season 4, which to me indicates zero hope of it coming back during Season 4. I have a small glimmer of hope that we might see it return whenever, you know, midway through the season or something, if they figure out what they want to do with Faction Rally, since it said at the start it'll be on hiatus. That phrasing difference could have just been an accident, but it does seem that, you know, they're wanting to make it crystal clear. Trials will not be around at all season four. They said they, quote, wanted to be a fitting challenge for the hardcore warrior. So this is, they're, they're wanting to change it. They're wanting to be a, quote, fitting challenge. And I don't know if that's just kind of a generic thing they threw in there, or if they feel like maybe for the really hardcore player, it isn't going to be a, a quote-unquote fitting challenge. It isn't going to feel like a good environment. I really have never been a big PvP player. I'm not that good, I'm not that good at Destiny's PvP. You know, with a strong team, I can throw up average numbers, like an average player. But I, I just never gravitated toward Trials that much. And so I... I would like to see that side of the game be improved for the people that enjoy it. I know it's a pretty decent size of the community that used to play Trials and doesn't. There's also a pretty decent size of the community that just enjoys PvP on a regular basis. They did say it will return with updated rewards and power advantages. So they are bringing back power advantages. That's true of Iron Banner and it will be true of Trials when it returns. So that's just what's happening. You know, it's going to be on hiatus for Season 4 and that was their reasoning. They want to make it a fitting challenge. Now next, I want to talk about why is this happening for, you know, for the second part of this. This is all theory here. I don't have any inside information. I've not spoken with anybody at Bungie about this. After we watched the stream and saw the different combat and the different weapons, that combined with what we know about map design in Destiny 2 and the radar reach, this is some of my theory on what's going on. With the massive changes coming to the Crucible, I think this was necessary because of the sheer nature of how Trials typically plays out, especially, especially the game mode Countdown. With 4v4 in Countdown, with the lanes and the choke points, and how far radar reaches, if they were to bring radar back, I don't even know if they're going to bring it back, and with the weapon changes, so if there's no radar, it would probably result in just a lot of people sort of sitting on corners and waiting for you to come around the corner, they'll just shotgun you when they're defending, which would make for very back and forth gameplay, like when you're the ones attacking, you're at a gigantic disadvantage and everyone just sort of sits and waits for you um it would make defending incredibly easy if they do bring back radar, then the same deal different animal though, people would watch the choke points and by watching the choke points they could snipe you as soon as you entered them and you've got stronger everything you've got stronger 
hand cannons stronger, you know, the, the TTK globally is being, being made faster. So because of that, I think that, I think you're going to just end up with a format that wouldn't work with the update. If you think about 4v4, radar reach, the, the map design countdown, this was all designed with the two primary system and the, and the damage structure and the TTK of D2 at launch. They didn't design this environment with what they're about to launch in September, so it needs to go back on the shelf. It's the most competitive environment, and I believe it would bring about the most undesired results. And this this kind of links to some of my my broad concerns. So let's just kind of shift now to the last part of the talk. These are my broad concerns for PvP in general, and I think it's related to trials getting put on hold. This, in a small way, I believe reinforces the concerns I had after the stream, the fact that they're putting it on hi- hiatus. The most competitive players and the most competitive environments tend to influence the meta. They tend to have an influence the meta. If you watch Tifu play Fortnite, if you've watched the Summer Skirmish, and then you go into pubs the following week, there's an influence that the way those gentlemen play has on the uh, on the meta of, of Fortnite. People tend to play differently. They, pe- they tend to do what the higher, more competitive guys are doing, because they see how effective it is. That's happened in Trials since its inception. People watch Trials streamers, people watch highlights on YouTube, and they're like, wow, that combination, that weapon, that subclass, etc. is so, so good. That gun is OP, etc. It tends to influence the meta. What I think would have ended up happening was, and this still may end up happening, the lane, the lane, the lane camping, the choke point watching would have been very, very common in trials because it's all about staying alive and countdown with it being attack and defend and survival being about survival, I think would have led to a lot of lane camping, and a lot of choke point watching. And then that would have slowly influenced the meta in generic crucible, quick play even just the, the, the basic competitive playlist, Iron Banner, all of that, I think would have been negatively affected by the competitive environment churning out a very a, a very undesired result of gameplay, which would have been just a lot of what we've kind of already seen, a lot of clumping, a lot of hand-holding. So this, to me, is one of my concerns, though, is that even though you're taking trials and you're putting it on the shelf... That still could be an undesired result in the Crucible. A lot of the maps are still designed in a way where lane camping, choke point watching is going to be significantly advantageous. And I know 6v6 kind of makes for a lot of destabilization and people moving around. I just don't know if quick TTK and a higher presence of snipers and a higher presence of shotguns is going to have the desired result that everybody thinks it is. I don't know if it's going to, re- you know, be the return of hero moments. I don't know if it's going to be the return of D1 Crucible. It could just turn into a very, very team shoddy campy mess. Now, Triple Wreck and other very, very, you know, much higher skilled players than me, more experienced players, tend to say team shotting's always been a top problem. Team shotting's just a thing that, that exists that you have to deal with. But again, as it stands, whenever we watch Crucible metas center on things, it's usually the path of least resistance. Fusion grenades, icebreakers, when sidearms became the meta for a couple of weeks, you know, the Wormwood was the most used gun in Trials. I told everybody, I was like, everybody's going to pivot to this. And people are like, well, how, how do you make those predictions? How do you know people are going to do that? And it's like, I don't, it doesn't take a, a large amount of intelligence, I don't think, 
to predict what the path of least resistance is. Whatever takes the least amount of effort, whatever's the most likely to succeed strategy is where people are going to go. And there's actually nothing wrong with that. Nobody should be faulted for playing the meta. Nobody should be scolded for running stacked or whatever. Like, you know, all these people that send hate mail. You got to think the path of least resistance is exactly what you should come to expect in the Crucible because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to use and leverage whatever is the most efficient to win. So shoulder charging with skull forts going to be happening, lane camping, choke point camping. These might be things that happen. If if lane and choke point watching becomes common in countdown and survival and trials, it would have spread to the rest of crucible and it still could happen just because of the sheer nature of how control might play out and how certain map, you know, layouts work because that's generally what you do is you just kind of take control over an area and you just sort of wait for people to come to you. People will catch on to the effectiveness of certain strategies and builds, and that will become where everybody kind of lands. I was upstairs in my living room and had a Uriel's Gift and an Antiope, and I was just doing a milestone. This is when the game first came out, and I was like, let me work on the Crucible milestone off stream. I played one game with the Uriel's Gift and an Antiope before anybody knew it was meta, and I was like, that's one of the strongest ARs I think I've used yet in Destiny 2 at the time. It doesn't take long. I mean, I'm not even a good Crucible player, and I knew, I was like, these are really strong weapons. So if I, in the middle of the pack, can sniff out like, okay, this is a pretty strong weapon, this is going to kind of be pretty influential, that means everybody else can. So we'll just have to wait and see how they ha- how they manage that. They may have to rein in radar range. They may have to change the way radar works. I've said maybe it should be a pinging radar, like when you crouch, how you're not there, then you're there, not there, then you're there, almost like a sonar. That might help... You know, you could push a choke point. You could get you could get the jump on a team. Snipers and shotguns could basically take everything I'm saying and make every all of my predictions not come true. The the snipers could allow nice, easy, quick picks. Shotguns could allow rushing. You know, shoulder charge kills with skull fort, like we already said, and then rushing with a shotgun that could allow destabilization and picks and, and hero moments to take place. But again, if you're dying faster, pushing a team is going to make make it even more difficult sometimes to pull that off. Trying to snipe a lane if two people are shooting you with graviton with increased TTK. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We're going to have to wait and see. Again, these are just kind of sort of my my broad concerns, and I think this is going to this is part of the reasoning why Trials is going on hiatus. So I appreciate you listening or watching to this. If you're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. And as with all of my content, I appreciate you watching or listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.